Hello and welcome back to the Drama Llama Classroom Podcast. This is Mrs. Demboya. Today we are continuing our segments on the military and we are going to be talking about the Navy today. So everything you ever wanted to learn about how to become a sailor in the U.S. Navy is what we are going to cover today. So first things first, how long is Navy boot camp? Navy boot camp is about eight, eight and a half weeks long, depending on when you get there and all that. But it's about generally eight to eight and a half weeks. So before we jump into boot camp right off, please remember we've already discussed the ASVAB and MEPS. If you have not listened to those episodes, please be sure to do that because those are the two steps you take before you get to boot camp or basic training or in the Navy, recruit training command. So first things first, in order to qualify to join the Navy, you have to have a 35 score on your AFQT portion of the ASVAB. So that is step number one. Secondly, your job in the Navy is called a rating or a rate. So in order to qualify for certain rates or ratings, it's going to depend on your other scores in the ASVAB. So you need to make sure when you get your scores, you don't just look at the AFQT portion, but that you make sure you know the scores for each individual subcategory because those are what is going to determine if you're qualified for a specific rating or job in the Navy. So be sure you make sure you know all of your scores that's going to help you. The best thing you can do is to be proactive. You need to look up what different rates are, what jobs are, and what the requirements are. So you have the best possibility of getting a job that you actually are interested in and think that you can excel in. But if you don't do any research and you don't look into the different jobs that are offered or what you qualify for, you're basically just hurting yourself at that point because then you're just gonna get stuck with something that you don't really know what it is. So be sure you do your research and that you look through all these different ratings. And you can find these ratings under our military tab on our website, dramalamaclassroom.com. And there's an entire list of pretty much every job or rating you can get as an enlisted personnel in the United States Navy. So that being said, the first thing you do um, once you've taken the ASVAB, once you've been to MAPS and been approved, once you've chosen your rating is then right before you ship out you will then get to MEPS your local MEPS they will do one last cursory look at you they will do a drug test on you they will also do your weight check and it is imperative that you do well on that weight check if you are only a pound over you will not be shipped out you will not be allowed to be shipped out so keep that in mind Um, they will Just make sure that you are good to go. You have all the information and documents that you need. And then they will put you on a bus with all the other recruits. And they will take you to the airport. Once there, you will fly to Great Lakes, Illinois. So the Navy only has one place that you can go to boot camp. And that is Great Lakes, Illinois. Everyone that goes to the Navy will go through Illinois to do so. So keep that in mind. If you do have a winter date, It's gonna be a lot colder up there than you're probably used to here in Georgia, so just be prepared. That being said, once you get on that plane, you arrive in Illinois, they put you on another bus, and that takes you to Recruit Training Command, which is also boot camp, basic training. And once you are there, you don't leave, okay? Some people think that you can go hang out on the weekend or explore the town, you can't do that. Once you arrive there, you don't leave there until after you graduate. So keep that in mind. 
So during your first week, it's going to be known as P-Week, um, okay? This is also known as Processing Week, which is why it's called P-Week. And this is where you'll be doing medical, dental. They will also do another drug test and your analysis. So please, please, please make sure you are clean. Um, they have a zero tolerance. So if you pop positive, you will be discharged right then and there. This week is also when you will get your immunizations, which is also your shots, if you're not familiar with that. Um, and it's basically going to be a conveyor belt of recruits standing in a line and then corpsmen slash nurses going down the line and giving you multiple immunizations. This is the week that you will learn the correct way to make your bed, to fold your clothing, and this is where you, again, will get your medical and dental exams done. You will also be in the classroom a little bit learning the basics of grooming um, and how to wear your uniform. You will learn about the Uniform Code of Military Justice or the UCMJ, which is basically their policies. So if you're used to being in a high school setting and you know we have our student handbook, the UCMJ is basically a, a bigger and um, much more important version of that. And if you violate things, it is much more serious. You will learn how you are supposed to conduct yourself and you will talk to the chaplain about values and you will also be introduced to physical training a little bit. And this is also the week that you will get the infamous haircuts. So if you do not want a haircut at boot camp, at least for the first week, make sure you get it cut before you go. Ladies, if you have what is considered to be unnatural hair color, make sure you dye it before you leave. Otherwise, they will dye it there. And this includes if you are a bottle blonde. If you are a bottle bleach blonde, they do not consider that natural. And you will have to dye it to a more normal tone for your skin type and what your actual hair color would be. Okay, so keep that in mind. So that is pretty much the first week. And again, once you first get there, you will get on the phone and you will call your parents or your families or your friends. One person one phone number, and you will let them know, hey, you made it, you're safe, click. Okay, these are like 10 to 30 second phone calls. I'm here, I made it, I'll see you in eight weeks. So then the next week is actually considered your first full week of boot camp. And this is where you will do your initial swim qualification. Okay, so you are required to pass a swim test here in the United States Navy. So this means that you will have to jump slash walk off of a high dive into the water and then you will have to swim 50 yards. You will also have to tread water and do a prone float and you will also have to show that you can inflate your clothing in order to float. And again, all of this they will go over and you will be taught how to do these. But if you can already swim before you go and you are comfortable with water and comfortable from jumping from heights into the water, then you will be way better off than somebody that's never swam before in their life going into boot camp. It happens, but it's always better to be prepared. During this first week, you're also going to learn how to do a military drill, which is called marching. And marching is not quite what you think it is based on the movies. So you will learn the correct way to march. At this time during this week, you're also going to be in the classroom. You will be learning about the different ranks. Um, and the different rates. So the rates are jobs and the ranks is pretty self-explanatory. Who's at the bottom of the food pit and who's at the top, okay? Um, so you will get all that. 
You will learn about equal opportunities. You will have a sexual harassment and rape awareness class, and you will learn more about the Navy's core values. Your recruiter should have given you a little pamphlet about the core values so that you could have started studying for this before you left for RTC. This is also going to be a very exhaustive week with physical conditioning. So you will have a lot, a lot, a lot of physical conditioning requirements this week. So again, if you are better prepared for this, it's going to make it that much easier. It's still gonna be stressful, but if you're prepared for it, it's going to make it easier on you. So with that comes the question of what are the requirements to pass the physical test? Um, Basically, when you first get there that first week, you will have a one and a half mile run. Males, you have to complete this one and a half mile run in under 16 minutes and 10 seconds. Females, you have to run this in under 18 minutes and 37 seconds. If you fail this run for whatever reason, they will let you rest for 48 hours. And by rest, I mean you're still doing everything else that you're supposed to, but you can retest after two days. And if you fail that second time, you will be discharged. And that means that you will be sent home. So you definitely want to practice working on your physical conditioning before you ever leave for recruit training, recruit training command. Um, in order to graduate, if you are 17 to 19 years old and you are a male, you have to run the one and a half miles in under 12 minutes and 15 seconds by the end of, of your eight weeks there. If you are a female, 17 to 19 years old, you have to do the one and a half mile run in under 14 minutes and 45 seconds. You also have a push-up component. So males that are 17 to 19 years old, you have two minutes to do 46 push-ups. Ladies, you have two minutes to do 20 push-ups. They used to do sit-ups or curl-ups and they are no longer doing that. They are changing that this year, 2020. And instead you will be planking from anywhere to two to four minutes. I am still waiting for more updates on this based on what the timing is going to be like, what the time requirements are going to be. But basically, before you ever leave for boot camp, you need to practice planking. Um, this is a forearm plank. You need to practice your push-ups and you need to practice your run. Um, obviously, that's not the only kind of workouts you're going to do. You will also be doing aerobic workouts. You will end up doing flutter kicks, I'm sure, um, squats, regular planks, more push-ups, uh, burpees, that kind of thing. So the better physical condition you can get yourself in before you leave for boot camp and the more that you practice these movements, the more comfortable you'll be doing them when you're actually at Recruit Training Command. Once I get more information um, about the plank, I will update this and I will also update the website to reflect um, exactly what the protocols are required for the planking. Okay, so basically that is the first P weeks and then the first full week of Navy boot camp, along with the requirements for your physical fitness. So moving on to the second week of boot camp. This is when you will receive your dress uniform and they will tailor them to your height and your size. You will also be in the classroom and you will work on professionalism, how to take tests, um, the chain of command in the Navy, how to stand a watch, and customs and courtesies of the Navy and military in general. You will have a test this week, 
which covers all the subjects that you've covered so far. You will also continue your physical training and your drills will also continue. This is also the week that you will run the Navy Bootcamp Competence Course. Okay, so it's going to simulate obstacles that you might encounter on board a shipboard emergency. Okay, you will have to bring, you will have to wear oxygen breathing masks and standard equipment for firefighting on a ship. You will be required to carry sandbags, um, throw a life ring, climb through small circular doors, which are called scuttles. And you will have to do most of this uh, with a full sea bag as well. And a sea bag you will be issued that first week along with all of your clothing items. You will complete this uh, confidence course in groups of four. And basically the object is to cross the finish line as a team, not an individual. So then the third week of boot camp, this is um, a little bit less classroom learning and more hands-on. So this is where you will continue to learn about the Navy history, um, the laws of armed conflict, how to manage your money, shipboard communications, and the different types of naval um, aircraft and types of ships as well. And this week you will have your second written test over all of the things that you've covered. You will also get to practice um, basic line handling skills um, and you will get to practice in first aid techniques, basically CPR. During your fourth week, you will get to actually shoot weapons um, such as the M16 and shotgun. And you will also take your physical fitness test. Okay, so you took a little run the first week you got there and now this is the physical fitness test. This is one that you really, really need to do well on. This is also where you will get your dress uniforms and um, you will take your graduation pictures. So then you have week five and that's where you're gonna be doing more administrative tasks, um, focusing on career selection if you haven't already done so. And this is where you're gonna brush up on any skills that you've learned, um, which is also using the M9, uh, the nine millimeter handgun and increasing the rounds of live fire with that. You will practice um, shooting on the Mossberg shotgun. You will also be um, trained in extensive anti-terrorism briefings, um, different threat conditions, the history of terrorism, and ways that you can avoid being a target for terrorists. You will also take computer classes and get familiar with the Navy jobs. And you will have a um, little eight one-hour mentoring sessions. And then that moves you on to week six. And this is where you are going to get more physical training and more drills. So this is where you will get damage control and firefighting training. And this is also where you will be trained in the gas chamber. So this is basically where you have 30 seconds to put on a gas mask um, while a petty officer is lighting a tear gas tablet. And then the petty officer will instruct the recruits to take off your mask and you have to state your full name and your social security number. So if you don't already know your social security number, start studying it and memorizing it. You have to state your name and social security number and you have to wait while everyone in that room says their name and social security number and then you are able to leave. So pro tip, um, eat light before you go to the gas chamber that day. Um, it is very intense. Um, also, you want to avoid flash, um, getting it back in your eyes when you have the gas and everything. So 
Just make sure that you avoid rubbing your eyes or anything like that while you're going through this. And that brings us to week seven. So week seven, you are back in the classroom. You are learning the history of the uniform, your grooming standards, and um, if you have dependents, you will learn dependent care requirements um, and terrorism, basically how to get your dependents on page two, and more about terrorism and OPSEC. Um, and then you will have a final test, written test, um, to see how much you have retained over the past several weeks. You will also practice your firefighting skills um, in a firefighting exercise, and then you will finally end with battle stations. So battle stations is hard. It is basically one massive 12 hours hands-on exercise. However, plan on being awake anywhere from 24 to 36 hours. This is where you have to work as a team and you will use everything you've learned about swimming survival, damage control, firefighting techniques, and everything else um, throughout the 12 hours. You will actually be on a simulated ship, which is the USS Trayer. And so basically, you are going to be simulating life at sea. You'll be standing watches, taking inventory, storing equipment, um, line handling, and all of that. And at the same time, you will also see obstacles that mimic catastrophic scenarios that could happen at any point in time on an actual ship and you will have to react quickly and work as a team to swiftly solve these issues and safely um, complete this course. Um, this is a test so you cannot fall asleep during this time and you cannot quit. If you do either of those you will be recycled which means you will join a different division um, a week behind you and you will get the option to retry at that point. So just be prepared it's a long day um, you will be very tired afterward but it's also very rewarding because once you finish battle stations successfully you are given your navy cap and what that means is it's a hat um, and it means that you are now a sailor in the navy you can call yourself a sailor at this point and then basically after that you have your final week um, of boot camp and assuming that you passed your battle stations, this is basically out processing. So a lot of paperwork, you will practice um, graduation, which is called your pass and review. So you will do mock pass and review, so you know where to stand, how to form a line, all of that. Um, you'll have a little bit more classroom training and you will um, still be doing physical training even though you've already passed the final physical test, you will still be doing PT during this time. Um, and then either that Thursday or Friday, you will get to put on your dress uniform and you will be able to conduct your final pass and review, AKA graduation. And that means that after that, you get a little bit of time to spend with your family and then you will be sent to A school, which is going to be your first assignment. And it's basically your technical school, which is where you will learn everything you need to know about your rating. So boot camp is basically just to get you used to how to be a sailor in general and how to perform well on a ship if anything happens on the ship, how to know the history of the Navy, all of those types of things, how to use weapons appropriately, all of that. Once you go to A school, that is where you are going to learn everything that has to do with your actual job. 
So that is actual job training is your A school. And then you are a United States sailor. So I hope that this has helped you. If you want any more information on this, you can go to our website, dramalamaclassroom.com and click on Beyond the Classroom and then click on the Military tab. And that will have all the information for all branches of the United States military and any information we've covered here and some extra supplemental. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode of our Drama Llama Classroom podcast. Be sure to look out for our podcast episode that goes over the Air Force, the Marines, and the Coast Guard. And then we will have about two more episodes that relate to the military. One will be on enlisted versus officer. That one will be fairly short. And then we will have one about how to do the ROTC program in college. And that will wrap us up for the military portion of our classroom podcast. And after that, we will be moving on to different parts of our curriculum. So stay tuned and we hope to see from you soon.